a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, Loretta Lynn's National Review. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Flyracing.com. The 2021 gear is out. Uh, they've got a new formula helmet. They've got a, they've redesigned and a, basically have a brand new light pant as well. Very exciting things from the folks at Fly Racing. So please check them out. And uh, Zach Osborne wearing 2021 gear and winning the race. And that's, that's not a coincidence, everybody. So thank you for uh, Fly Racing coming on the podcast. Renthal as well. The undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969. Renthal has become notorious for relentless obsession to detail and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today, from the Twin Wall Bar to the Fat Bar to the Fat Bar 36 to good old 7.8s. Renthal has been there, renthal.com. They're universally regarded as the most trusted brand in the pro paddock and the first choice for the world's premier athletes and race teams, like Eli Tomac winning the Supercross title with Renthal's. Uh, also, thanks to the folks at Maxis. MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath are available now. They're an answer to a high-end tire. MXSTs used by A-Ray and, uh, and AJ Cantanzaro and Supercross. So thank you to those guys. Great mountain bike tires as well. The minions are, are incredible. So please check them out as you can. Um, Maxis.com for more information. And Onyx Maps. Uh, of course, you'll uh, learn more about those guys later on in the show. But thanks to Onyx Maps for coming on board as well. And uh, please subscribe to RacerX online. Use the code PULP when you uh, do it, and uh, I'll get a little chunk of that and keeps it away from weeds. So please subscribe to the magazine. I'm working on a feature right now, and uh, it's something that you'll never read online. And I'm putting a lot of work into it, so I'd appreciate the uh, subscription for that. So, all right, let's, uh, let's get to Loretta's and what happened. Talk to JT, talk to Weege, and, and dive right into it. As I said, everybody, we're going to break down the first round of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship. Some racing to talk about. It's exciting. Uh, lots to get into. Uh, first up on the line from uh, Fly Racing, uh, flyracing.com. The 2021 gear is out now, and it was uh, had a successful debut, I would say. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? We won. You did? We won. Yeah. We won. Congratulations. That's all I have to say. I have to go now. Yeah. You're 1-0 with the 2021 stuff. We are. We're going to go 9-0. Yeah. Uh, also on the line uh, from RacerX Online, he was there calling the action, and I have a few questions about the action that I saw on TV. It's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? Yeah. What's going it's on? on? me, dude. Producer, director, you name it. Technical guy. I'll answer anything you need. How did it feel to get uh, back into it with GL? Uh, I've got so many thoughts uh, on this thing. Long before I even get to, like, myself and GL being in a booth, uh, I really thought, you know, in the darkest days of March and April, like, man, if we're ever back at a track and I know that I'm doing TV again, I'll be the happiest person on earth. But yeah. 
when we had a conference call Monday last week, I couldn't get into that zone because honestly, man, the year has been so unpredictable. <laughs> like I'm like, you were still on the race. <laughs> I'm not believing anything. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like how can yeah. you get your hopes up for anything and lock it in in 2020? Right. B, we have so many hoops to jump through. Um, partly through NBC, yep. partly through MX Sports. Uh, I was more worried about screwing something like that up. Like, when 1 o'clock comes and we're on the air, I know it's going to be normal. We'll be fine. But I was more worried about these rules. I have an app that I've got to t- uh, tell NBC every day. They don't have a temperature. Mm-hmm. And I, I, supposedly, like Will Christian told me, she's like, if you don't do it, they will call you and you will get in trouble. Like, and then oh, wow. you, guess what? You're yeah. at Loretta Lynn's on Friday afternoon and guess what? You don't have any service at all. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I was more why can't running around with this app help help yes and then like you know are we are we going to be you know masked up I, the other thing is most of the people on the TV crew went through this drill in Utah yeah uh, I'm one of the few that wasn't on the TV crew for that so it was all new to me I was honestly about as stressed as I was excited uh, until it finally was over and I'm good so no what other about, questions what about right? everything else is solid. What about questions? what about what about Spiker or or Striker or whoever was the the cameraman in the spotting? Snapper? Oh yeah, yeah. What, I, I think it works differently. What's his JT name? Sniper. 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 Yeah. Sniper. Yeah. Sniper. Snapper. That was your, that was your guy. That was your guy. You guys loved that guy. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, I have a lot of questions. Uh, JT. Right. Never mind COVID, JT. But can we get? some uh, blood alcohol testing going for some of those cameramen and shots that we saw at the opening round of the of the series. And, and, and again, I blame Weege, JT. Like, what was going on there? Well, and I'm going to be really careful here for, for obvious reasons. But it, it felt like it felt more of the Loretta Lynn's Amateur Championship Racer TV crew. That, that's what I felt like I was watching, which I, I want to be careful because I understand that's you know, it's that's not ESPN, right? Racer TV does not have a, a multi-million dollar budget to put that race on. And I think they do a really good job. I have a few comments on the announcing that goes on that, that may, we, we may want to cover one day. <laughs> which you guys, you guys may be up to speed on. It's phenomenal. But I felt like the camera crew, they just said, hey, can you guys hang around for a few days? We got another we got another production to put on. That That's what I, what I really felt like we were watching. Was Bondo okay? Did Bondo is Bondo okay? Did Bondo have a you might think that. did Bondo have a yeah. stroke or anything? Was he okay? Was he able to communicate with everybody? Was everything okay well, that way? Uh, th- those specific things, and and trust me, I, I I did see where the camera would follow the wrong person or whatnot. Um, <laughs> or what about the actually, gra- or what about following the ground? The mud. What about the mud? the mud? Yes. <laughs> what about yeah. mud? Yeah, there's a couple things there. I don't know all of the details, but I can throw in a few. Uh, that's actually the director. People would never realize this. There's a producer who essentially runs the show. The director is the one, uh, that's our guy, Jeff Manhart. He's the one actually saying, you know, camera three, now go to camera four, now go to camera five. He's the one actually doing the camera cuts. Um, was he okay? They were under a very, very strange circumstance of being told, uh, everything you've ever learned in TV, which is show people and excitement and crowd, do not do it. Do not do it. Do not show. Do not show this stuff. Um, yes, there are fans allowed, but some series don't have fans. It's just a weird look. Um, you can't assume that everybody that watches on NBC knows that this has all been approved and cleared. Um, you don't want people thinking like, what? They're just doing this? This can't be right. This can't be legal. So um, they were in a really tough spot of having to show mud and trees <laughs> where they normally would be showing banners and fans and grandstands and things like that. So that was part of it. Uh, but I don't think that was all of it. But that was part of it. 
Sometimes they were just following it, the wrong guy. It, it, it was rough. And again, okay, whatever. We got motocross. We're happy. You know, it's just us nitpicking a little bit on you. Uh, but uh, it was rough to watch back at times. I'm not going to lie. I was just going, what, what's going on here? What are we seeing? <laughs> it's, so, you know, I would almost make a thing, JT, that the racer production one was, was better. It really was. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but it definitely felt like it, and I even had people asking me this throughout the day. I thought that maybe there was the same situation going on because remember at Salt Lake Supercross, they were dealing with less cameras than they normally allowed to work with. Yeah. They didn't have the same amount of staff. And I don't know if that's the case, but it felt like they were understaffed or had less cameras to work with or just there right. seemed to be some uh, some glitches in the matrix. Well, as usual, blame Weege for everything. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. You know, it also doesn't help. Um, it was a little muddy. I mean, it wasn't a full-on mutter. Um, but you don't have camera people, I think, that know – like, we know that guys based on their style or their gear or their size on the bike. Um, if you're saying, you know, get the camera on number 12, uh, they're probably like, yeah, I don't see any numbers in any front number plates right now. So uh, Yeah, there's some of that. Yeah. 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 Snapper, Snapper would have gotten it right. I, I can feel and say that confidently. Oh, JT and Snapper. I mean, they're probably going to Cabo together when the year is over. <laughs> well, it was still good to get some racing, I guess. Uh, those are minor complaints, Weege, but we'll, we'll be there all summer long to, to, to express these minor complaints. Um, well, I have a question for you. Yeah. How many races are you watching on TV and how many are you watching in person? Do you know? No, I don't have a schedule right now. Uh, I, I thought maybe I'd have to go in on Tuesday for, for, for a second national. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm 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 coming this weekend. I'll, I'll be I'll, oh, okay. I'll be there. I'll be there at the ranch. Um, I mean, there is there is no engagement with the media and the teams and riders. You know, uh, I don't not know. If, really? Yeah. So yeah. it may work out that it's not great for me to to be there. You know, but you do. I've always said this, and I always believe it. You 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 can report on the race more accurately if you are there. I, Kiefer and I will battle to the death on this. I don't know why he says it's better on TV, because. You watch it there live, and then you watch it on TV, and then you have everything. I don't understand that point of view, but so you need to be there to cover this uh, as good as you can. You know. Um, Did you high five? Are you planning on high fiving any riders? No, no, not at all. Okay. No, not nothing. Right. Um, but uh, so let, well, let's touch on this a little bit. We, we JT and I had a pre-race show uh, on Saturday morning. Uh, it went pretty well. People seemed to like it. But uh, we talked about it there, but we didn't talk to you about it. So while Shugel canceled round two, uh, early word was Loretta's two going to be on a Tuesday. Uh, understand teams fought back and pushed back, and I think rightfully so. I, I, that, that Tuesday thing, that never sat well with me. I, you cannot do that on a Friday to the teams. Uh, so now it is this Saturday, round two, back at Loretta's. What are your thoughts, Weege? Yeah, it actually makes way more sense now that I think about it. Um, I think part of it was the knee-jerk. Everyone loved the way it worked in Utah so well of racing at midweek and just get them in, get them done you know, while we're here that I think that seemed like, well, that's what you, that's what they liked, right? Like they raced Sunday and Wednesday. That was perfect. So yeah. we'll give them that. We'll give them a Saturday and a Tuesday. Yep. But I think it's, a, it's just not possible when you don't know. If they knew a month ago, yeah. it probably would have been fine. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that on somebody on a Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yes, we do like that midweek plan, right. but we just don't like it with, um, you know, three days notice yeah. before a Tuesday race. Yeah. Um, so now really you're looking at 
The team structure that tra- like drives to the races, it's better. They don't have to do any driving. Oh, there was the plenty of complaining about that Washougal trip by, by absolutely. everybody. Yes. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, and then for everybody else that flies, it's really just a matter of when you go to the airport, you're just getting on a different plane to go somewhere well, else. It's not really logistically that and with uh, everything crazy. Go- And with everything going on with COVID, uh, airline change fees, hotel cancellations, all that is, yeah. is pretty easy to do. So, you know, that, yeah. that's not that's not an issue there. So it really was the logical thing now that I think about it of like, yeah, everyone's prepared to race next Saturday. You right. just change the location and it's actually pretty simple. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm guessing there's plenty of teams and in the pits that are happy about this decision. Uh, and I know there was a little bit of COVID stuff going on uh, with Washougal, but they felt like they could reach those or fix those uh, those new restrictions that were put on them. They felt like that wouldn't be a problem. They are still having amateur racing there going on. Uh, but uh, I got to believe that a, a part of it is new regulations and a part of it was the teams pushing back in the end. I don't know what percent you want to give each one, but I, I believe that. Wait, the Washougal deal? Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you exactly what happened with Washougal. So the numbers are going up in uh, Washougal, and they are about to revert back to uh, the more restrictive stage or phase, whatever you call these things. So they did say, the county and whatnot said, look, you already have an event scheduled. You've been here forever. We'll grandfather you in. We should stop this. But we will just wait until your event is over to impose these restrictions. Mm -hmm. So Monday after your amateur day is done, we're all going back into uh, the previous stage of lockdown. So at that point, I think, look, like the, I, as I said, I think before here, the biggest fear they now have is actually not finding tracks that can operate. It's proving to these teams and their legal and HR departments, we are keeping your staff safe. So I really think it was, okay, the government in Washington is saying, you really shouldn't come here, but we're going to be cool and we're going to let it happen. But it's not a good situation up here. So I think MX Sports felt, okay, if it is, if you are entrusting us to make safe decisions for you, this probably isn't uh, what we right. – we're not operating in good faith if, if the state is literally saying you're, you're driving into a hot spot. Yeah. And meanwhile, Tennessee is just sitting here and it's apparently okay. And the teams so are, I think that was the uh, yeah. big thing. And the teams are the yeah. first ones to put their hands up and be like, that's cool. No problem. No worries. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, yeah, though. Yeah. The fact that they didn't even want to drive to Washougal in the first place yeah. certainly helped yeah. I, uh, I, I make it easier. But I don't understand why Washougal yeah. couldn't be at least round one of the series. That always just struck me. I know you were already in Loretta's, but, you know, for the teams and sake of riders and everything else. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah. So yeah. Loretta's 2 is happening, and, uh, and we'll go this weekend. Uh, JT, I haven't been to Loretta's uh, since 1998. You were there practicing in the morning, apparently, on, in 03 or 04. Yep. Uh, just motoing down. Um, it's quality laps in there. And I don't know, I don't know why this is any different. But I watched, I don't know, uh, six motos from the ranch of the amateur race: Kiefer's and Evan Ferry and, and one of uh, uh, Nick Way's kid. I probably watched six racer TV productions. I probably watched all but three. <laughs> okay. Nice. <laughs> nice, Weech goes nice. But yet, driving yourself crazy with the announcer. JT. Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, I, I almost lost sanity okay. a few times, which you um, guys bore witness to. Right. What's that clicking noise going on, JT? What are, you, are you doing anything? Are you, uh, Weech, are you doing anything? I, I, I get this no. clicking. Okay. Uh, there we go. Now we got more noise. Jesus. Okay. Um. So... I wasn't stoked on Loretta's being a national track. Uh, again, not having been there, I was like, oh, man, this thing's small. It's tiny. I don't know what's, how it's going to go. 
And I again, I don't know if it was camera angles from the TV crew for the Nationals. I don't know if it was what it was. But I honestly thought it looked pretty good. It, it surprised me. I thought it was, it was challenging. It was rough. It was ruddy. Yes, you'd like some elevation. It looked plenty wide enough. I was thinking it wasn't wide enough in some. I remember watching the amateur stuff and going, "Dude, that 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 look how narrow that is. Look how narrow that is. Right, whatever that is. Right." And then I watched the the, the race uh, uh, yesterday or the other day, uh, Saturday, and I'm like, I don't know. Looked fine to me. All in all, though, JT, my point is, is I thought it was fine. I, I, I don't. I think all of the and I was one of those naysayers. This is great. This is a good track. I don't know. Is it the best track ever? No, but it's fine. It was fine, and I, I think the biggest thing that helped this track was all the rain, which made it pretty crappy on Friday and Saturday morning. But I really think that was the saving grace because it slowed the track down significantly. The speeds were way lower than what they would have been if, if it had not rained. All those ruts and soft spots and, you know, all of that just moisture created a very technical, ruddy track that you had to respect. And we'll see how this, this coming weekend plays out. And if it doesn't rain really all week and it's a harder, faster track, I think maybe that maybe that conversation changes a little bit. For But for last Saturday, I think all that you know, all that rain on Friday created a racetrack that these guys had to respect because on a, on a hard track that they're just going to disc up and it's not going to get as rough or ruddy. I don't think they're going to have to respect it as much. And it, it may look a little different. Uh, but again, we don't really know what the weather's going to do. Well, you're our weatherman. What, what are we, where are we at? <laughs> well, I think that Weege would back me up at trying to predict the weather for Loretta's day to day is uh, a fool's okay. errand. Right. But it's showing right now. It's showing afternoon thunderstorms for Saturday. So we'll okay. see how that plays All out. All right, Weege, what do you think? Uh, I don't know what teams and riders you talked to or able to grab, but this, this was a, a tough, challenging, fine opening round track. Yes, yes. What? No, I wasn't going to say it going in. I wasn't going to say it going in because people would just say I'm a shill for MX Sports. Lucas Oil Pro. Well, you are. You are. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah we exactly. Yeah. Dude, I've watched a lot of motos at Loretta's. A lot. A ton. Like, all of them over the last 19 <laughs> years. The track race is awesome. It races awesome. I've seen the best battles. I've seen more come-from-behind efforts. There's little nips and tucks that they do to make an inside stop working, so the outside has to be used. And uh, they... If you looked at the overhead, like we had some drone shots that I saw on Thursday, I'm like, it doesn't look like they changed it at all. Mm -hmm. But literally, it's a difference between like they'll they move say one straightaway four feet over just to widen the arc of the corner, and it it did uh, it did widen up those tight spots and those slow spots, and um, the rest of it, I just had confidence in their ability to we're going to put a bump here mm -hmm. to force people to have to go there. And I thought after the rain, I'm like, damn it, now it's all going to get ruined and no one's going to – I thought it was going to be fine. And then after the rain, I'm like, now it's going to look crappy, but it's more the rain than the track. But it still came out good. Um, and I was – I was, I felt vindicated. I knew all along that there would be plenty of passing on this track. Uh, once the rain came, I was scared, but it still came out. Like, I, I felt vindicated, he says. I did. I did. I kept hearing that it was going to be one line, no passing. And I'm like, dude, there is more passing at this track than any track I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's because they put the bumps and the ruts in the right spot to wow. force guys to have to. I mean, that uh, first 450 moto, like freaking, how many more passes could you ever expect to see? It was nuts. Is anybody still stuck in that rut? Oh my God, the Nick Gaines, the Nick Gaines, Eli Tomac, Poppy yeah. rut. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope. Uh, yeah. I, I suppose if the rain doesn't, and they did. Let, let's also be uh, fully honest here. They screwed up Friday bad. They were scraping mud off the track to get Preste in, and then it rained again. So they got basically double layers uh, of mud. So it could have been even better on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, even if it does rain, that that doesn't happen again because they're not going to have a press day this Friday. Right. And maybe there would well. even be more lines. But in some ways, it might not work that way because, as Osborne said in the press conference, the challenge of the track due to all that rain was part of the reason that you saw so much. Yeah. Passing because a dude would make up. You could lose two seconds just by messing up in yeah, one. Yeah, lap, lap times were varied for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What does Osborne know? What does he know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he called it. This is an interesting theory on racing. He called it a status quo track. If you could just run a one fifty seven the whole time, you'd be fine. It wasn't trying to find that extra right. tenth and do a one fifty six. It was avoid the two hundred four. Yeah. 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 No. Like well, like JT just said, if we have different weather this weekend although it's hard to believe we will uh yeah. it could end up being you know the fears of, of everybody that everybody had but but good job to everybody doing it for sure it looked it looked fine on tv man looked rough looked nutty ruddy looked looked like a you know very national caliber track so and the first turn was fine no one you know first turn ah first turn everybody freaking out it's fine so uh all right you want to talk about some racing should we move on racing Yep. Unless one when when he wants to touch on Jassaconis or Hurlings. I know you're, you're both. Or made it. What about the street bike thing? There, a big thing happened in that street bike race. Uh, we'll cover that in another street podcast. Street bike race, he says. Yeah. Yeah. The, not on the cover that. Where the street bikes go, the, there was one flipping and it hit a guy. It's called, it's called road racing. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, well, we thought Eli Tomac was going to be the guy. And certainly he had a nice second moto. Uh, Drop back in that first moto. Uh, Eli third overall. The defending three-time champion, but this was a weekend for Zacco and and God, I wish I could get that tweet. Somebody said you got to calm down on Zacco, you know, because of the preseason stuff and the Pulp Show and the the, the Racer X preview. And I just I re- I mean I don't, I'm not saying I'm not claiming national championship for Zacco by any means here, but he just went two one, won his first ever four fifty overall. And I had an amazing day, passed Eli in the first moto, although a few guys did that. Uh, a second, uh, yeah. I mean, this is why Weege. I was so stoked on Zacho. I this is, I don't know if he's going to win the championship, but I, he if he stays injury free, he will be there all season long. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously trending well for him, and I think we would have figured he was going to be strong regardless. But you know, throw that Utah win in the mix. Yep. I mean, you'd be dumb to say that Tomac is not the favorite, obviously. But Zacho winning races, um, this is not this is not a shocker. Well, it was right? that guy on Twitter? Come on. Uh, it was, yeah. Somebody said, I yeah. got to calm down on the Zacco. Uh, you know, pipe. this is what we've said a million times. It, it applies more to the 250 class, but it is definitely the same thing in the 450s. They always say you have to get that first win on accident. And it was. Like, hey, he wins the race in Utah. Why? Because Tomac wasn't trying to win. You could tell that Webb and Roxon had essentially given up. Anderson's seat comes off. You happen to get a win, but a win's a win. And yep. then you get that confidence. And then it's like you're permanently at that level of confidence. You've seen it a million times. There's only a few guys that are so elite that they can just show up and blow everybody's doors off immediately. Most of the time, it's a building process, yeah. and you need that one last brick in the wall. Like, and uh, now that he's got it, look at look look what happened. Yeah, absolutely. And look, great team, great bike, great training program, hard work ethic, like it, it, it and the speed. Obviously, it's all coming together. JT for Zacco. I mean, there is 
again, uh, I'm not saying he's winning this championship, but this is this is this is the Zacho we're going to see. And if he stays injury free, this is what we're going to see all summer: is Zacho fighting for podiums every single moto. Yeah, but I, I fully believe that we're going to see a lot of up and down in this series. I think this is the deepest 450 class that we've had in a long time. I think we're going to see variants, and I think you're going to see a lot of different guys winning motos, different podiums. Because when you really look at the field right now, you didn't have Marv on the podium. You didn't have Cooper Webb on the podium. You had Jason Anderson winning a moto, which we've never, you know, we've seen that once before ever. You saw Zach Osborne winning his first overall ever. You didn't see Blake Baggett on the podium, which I think he will get up there at some point. We have a newcomer of Chase Sexton that lands on the podium in, in a moto in his first ever race. So you just start looking through the field, and it's deep. Throw Adam Cincerillo in there. You know, he had a rough day. Maybe he wins or gets, you know, top three in that second moto. I, I love the way this 450 class is looking. So, yes, you're absolutely right. That was a great breakout ride for Zacho. But I think it's going to be all over the map. I, I really do. I think you're going to not be able to predict wins or podiums for anybody. You know, maybe you could put Eli Tomac in there as the uh, the one that's, you know, head and shoulders above because he's won three titles in a row. But even then, he looked beatable on Saturday. So wow. Weirdo Eli. Yeah, it. Weirdo Eli came out for sure. Well, the first moto. Yeah. You know, the yeah. second moto. Yeah. And he, he said, I know what you love. He said the that bike setup wasn't exactly where he wanted it. I know that's your favorite excuse ever. But at the same time, no, I'm all I, for when, it. When a guy like Eli says that, I, I'm 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 a believer. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm more of a believer of, of when a guy like that says it and then he backs up a second. You know what I mean? Yep. Like yep. I'm like, oh, okay. Like because there really was two Eli's. There was first moto Eli and second moto Eli, right? Um, yeah. And, and so I, I'm fine. Yeah. But my, you know, my major point here is that I'm all, I'm here for the parody. I love it. I love the fact that we're going into these races and we don't know let alone who's going to win. We don't even know who's going to be on the podium. That, that's a great place to be for this series. And it's not a place we've been for a very long time. You know, for the past few years, you could narrow it down to a couple of guys, and that was your range. You know, you knew one of those guys was going to win, and the podium was like between maybe three or four guys, maybe five. Now I, I truly think it's eight, nine, ten guys could all be on the podium. I mean, when you see Cooper Webb get seventh in the second moto with really no reason for it other than he just didn't have a good moto, I think that's a great place to be for the series. Eighth. You got eighth. Um, eighth. Okay. Yeah, we, we, he won't. He's wearing fly racing gear, but we, JT would not go with the statement. He would not back me up, Weege, on the statement that he will challenge for podiums every single moto. He just. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know. Seriously. I mean, it, yeah. It was. It, it is weird to. We were talking about that MXGP class, what, just a couple days ago? Um, yeah. and how deep that is. And it was almost like watching the same thing. I'm like, dude, there are 10 guys, 12 guys. Like, oh, yeah, here comes AC. Oh, here comes Barsha. Yeah. It's like yeah. crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. it's good. It's good. Um, so neither one of you are ready to call Zacho for national championship like I am. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, good starts helped him, obviously. Uh, so good job by that. Anderson uh, – and oh, by the way, Zacho also completes the quadfecta he has completed the quadfecta, and this is a big deal to me as what? far as racers. Yes. He has won 125s or 250, 250 Supercross and Motocross and 450 Supercross and Motocross now. The quadfecta. I see. Whatever discipline and whatever size motorcycle that you can win on, Zacco was one on. What about GNCC? No. What was my text that I threw out Saturday night? 
Oh, I'd forget. I don't know. What was it? This, this Zacho, this win proves GNCC oh, racers no, are the he loved it. dudes in the world. Yeah, he loved it. He loved yeah. it. And he, and he said, I mean, look, he's a 16th place GNCC guy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so line Ka- up Caleb Russell yeah. and let's see what happens. Wow, we had Caleb show up in conditions kind of like that. And go, <laughs> That's true. And pretty That's much true. almost landed on the box. Uh, <laughs> Anderson's moto win in the first moto win, I, and I tweeted this, it reminded me of Swink's at Gainesville in like 94. So the 94 season kicks off and it's LaRocco and it's Krajowski and it's Jeremy and it's Dowd and it, you know it's all these guys and then Swink who is a good rider but more of a supercross guy but a factory guy you know Swink comes out and just crushes the first moto of the year. That totally reminded me of Anderson's win cuz uh Weege, where did that come from? Wow. That was great. And yeah, believe it or not, I do remember that Swink moto win. I do. Remember. Oh, I was there. <laughs> oh, JT. In person. Okay, what was it? Everyone's just like, like, everyone's just like, it's swing sheer. He's finally putting it together. Like, well, I'll tell you what. So I was uh, fairly close to swing. Had moved to Florida at this time. He was living in Florida, so he was around at the practice tracks that I was at, and I would see him pretty regularly. But nothing about going into that race pointed. and, And keep in mind, I'm 14 years old, going on 15. But nothing about his prep or the the lack of motos I saw him putting in at the local tracks pointed to him winning the opening moto. So true to form in between motos, I see him next to death in a lawn chair. Like he is completely vapored. He's done. And yeah, he DN at the second moto, which I absolutely expected. So uh, I think Jason Anderson's second moto fared a little bit better than Brian Swings, but yes, the, uh, the unexpected level was Fairly close. I mean, Anderson, we thought, would be a top five guy, but definitely not winning by eight seconds. Yeah, that was a great ride. Just gone. See you later. Um, Let me mention a few things here. First of all, none of us are of the, ah, oh, dude, he doesn't have Alden. He's going to suck for now on. Right? We're not on that. Are we? I'm not. Well, here, here's – I'm not, but listen, I yeah. think – and I was trying to go through the, the records last night. I think this is the third 450 National that Anderson has had the overall late in the second moto. And dropped back drastically. Now, that, yeah. that, that was when, when he was with Alden. Don't get me wrong. This is the first one yep. without Alden. That's with Alden Baker. But I want to say there's been three races now where Anderson's like got the overall and he's dropping back. Yeah, it was a familiar feeling for sure. I, I definitely have had that. It, this could be it. And then it doesn't work out. Uh, it's definitely been at least that many times, if not more. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that, that's an odd thing to, to see. Late in a second moto, I, I I can think of three times. High point, I want to say WW Ranch. Maybe not. Maybe another. Glen Helen. Glen Helen. Glen Helen. Yeah, Glen Helen. High point. This one where you were like Anderson's got the overall. He's got this. He just has to stay where he is, and he can't. Now sometimes it's just it, it's just Tomac gets him, and you're like, well, what are you going to do? That's what Tomac does. Yeah, but uh, when it's added with four other guys, yeah, yeah, line, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But hey. I, and it, what well, one six is is great. Good start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and to your point on the Alden Baker thing, or we just point. The only thing it really does to me when you weave that program is if anything goes wrong, or you show weakness, or you show being tired at all, it just gives a, a way for people to get in there. They're going to take swings yeah. at you and say that you're not training anymore. And well, yep. See what happens when you leave Baker's factory. That's what happens. You get tired and you're not good anymore. That's. That, whether there's any truth to that at all is not my argument. And I would say I think he shut everybody up with that first moto win. But that's really all it does. Anybody who's looking to take a shot at you, you're giving them a way in by leaving that program. I talked to a guy that left the program 
a little while ago, sometime during Supercross, and he was like telling me that the biggest thing is the monitoring. So you you know the work to do, you know the bicycle rides to go on, you know the weight stuff to do, you know all that. But during the during the time Alden's doing blood levels and monitoring you and pushing you or backing off or doing whatever. Some would say he doesn't back off, but apparently, you know, there's some of that that they he does. They didn't ride. They didn't ride today, as we learned. And, that's that's yeah. a little backing off, right? So, um, you know, so that that's the point that this guy told me was like that's the that's what you're paying for is somebody to kind of monitor you to not leave you lead you one way or the other over train under train, you know. Well, so. and, and to to back that up a little bit from my own personal experience, so. Many, many guys have worked with Dean Gulich, who you know, Tim, or you know, Steve as well, uh, Trey Kennard, Tim Ferry, uh, several guys through the years have worked with him. And that was one thing that I, I couldn't, I really just couldn't afford or wasn't willing to afford to pay a trainer at that level. So I would basically just go off of Timmy's levels. If Timmy was tired and Timmy's blood was up or down, I just did what they did. And I just was like pretended that my blood was Timmy's blood. And yes, you're tired, so now I'm tired. I do that every day. You rest, so I rest. I do that every day. <laughs> you live your life with that same mantra. Yeah, still, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, I like the cheapness. I like the cheapness, JT. I'm all about that. <laughs> wow. Anderson is known to be one of the cheaper frugal riders yes. in the pit. So, the, the, you know, him backing off a of baker, you know, probably is understandable. Um, so, Tomac, two, 7 2. Uh, weirdo Tomac, first moto. Fine in the second mode. He got to within one and a half seconds of Osborne at one point. And I'm like, oh, boy. And uh, But, you know, Osborne stretches back out with those, like we said. He the, made that big mistake in, the, in that left-hander. Yeah, that, well, that, yeah, before then even he was closer and would make mistakes. I think that, that you know, no no reason to worry about T- Tomac, right? Anybody? No. Right? Anybody? No, Wade, you're fine with that seventh getting passed by three guys, four guys? Yes, because oddly I've noticed now the weirdo – Eli Motos outdoors, they're always seventh place. It's amazing. So we're right on. Everything's fine. He'll get two or three of these, and the rest of the season will, will be seconds or wins. So we're don't good. You, don't you guys feel like his weirdness is taming out a little bit? Like maybe he has that weirdo moto, but it's not as far off the reservation as maybe they, they used to be? Yeah, certainly. I mean, that was the theme from Supercross, right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. It just seemed like it was that same kind of thing. Like, if he has a bad moto, it's not catastrophically bad. He kind of still struggles, but manageable. Instead of getting 10th, which I, going back to Unadilla 2017, he got a 10th in a moto for no reason. Florida last year, not riding well, battling with Freddie Norman the entire moto for no reason. This year, just seen both in Supercross, the point you made, and on Saturday, he just seems a little bit better. Like it's a less catastrophic than it had been before. I guess that I could gu- be the difference. I guarantee you, he's got that Supercross title, man. I, I, I bet you he is just happy to go racing every weekend in the outdoors in, in a in a in a series that he's won three times in a row. You know, and and yeah, I don't think he feels uh, much pressure. No, that would be my guess. No. Uh, Weege, how excited were you for RM Army in that opening 450 moto? It was on. They were back. Uh, it was amazing. Oh. I mean, it was one two off the start. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Um, you know what though? One thing I was talking to uh, our old buddy Larry Brooks. Uh, the Pirelli tires that his team runs also, Bar X Suzuki with Dylan Schwartz and JGR. That the the paddle Pirelli sand mud tire mm-hmm. is legendary. Being soft. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is legend. Remember uh, Stu and Millsaps just dominating in the mud on JGR bikes at uh, Daytona way back. Read it, read it, Iron Man in 2017. 
Yeah, it's like if you can find any reasonable argument that that tire might work and you can put it on, it's yep. like instantly worth five horsepower. Uh, but the bad news was, um, so Freddie gets the best start he's ever had and then actually has one of the worst motos he's oh, ever had. Oh, yeah. Well, some of us picked him in Pulp Mech's Fantasy. So oh, okay. that, that, that didn't go well at all. Um, how'd you do in Fantasy Weege? Did you uh, just get a decent score and you're angry or... You? Oh, no. Mason Gonzalez, baby. Oh. Yeah. 96 points. You picked Speedy. I, I picked Speedy Gonzalez. The only thing, and we'll get into this later yeah, in the yeah. show with the 250s, that Mitchell Harrison stall oh, yeah. when he probably would have got sixth and he backed it up in Moto2, it would have yeah. been a phenomenal day. Can you Can you not? I'm with you. I had Harrison, but could it, would it hurt you to be like, oh, that's my Pulp Mex Fantasy rider, GL? I mean, would it hurt you to, to drop that in for us? Really? Yeah. Really? That's yeah. what I should yeah, do on the air? That's a fair point. That's Thank a fair you. point. Thank you. Thank you. I always have heard that the legendary Brent Musburger was known for dropping in <laughs> subtle hints. Al Michaels. No, Al Michaels was. About yes. the betting line. About gambling. The, the, the oh, spread. Yeah. The spread. Al Michaels. Michaels. Also. Oh. Some people were upset about that late touchdown. Yeah. Stuff really? Like that. Oh, Al. Yeah. There's... I knew Musburger was, but now he's all some in of, on the gambling. Some of our friends in the desert are really cringing at that last field goal. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can you can Google. I think it's on YouTube. You can YouTube Al Michaels gambling references. It's great. Okay, so um, I guess we're all right. Uh, so, Eli, third overall. How about that first moto from Barsha? JT, we touched on that on a fly racing pre-show we did. These conditions, the, the Indiana-ish mud, that was an incredible ride by Barsha in the first moto and the second moto he went down and he got all the way back up to uh seventh barsha's three seven will probably be the moto that nobody talks about jt but was very very good day for him it was great i mean he literally had zero hype no talk no expectations honestly i bet most people didn't even know he was there he wasn't on tv no one talked about him good job weege and gl and camera crew but honestly, he did exactly what he needed to do. You know, they, that team just lost two crew members in the last few weeks, you know, and it seems like the team is under pressure right now. They need results. They really need something to rally around. And I think Justin Barsha did a great job of answering the call. You know, he answered the bell when they needed him most. And did he win the race? No. But I don't think anybody was excited about Justin Barsha's summer coming in. I, I really don't. We didn't talk about him in the preview shows much. Again, we didn't really talk about it even Saturday morning. We mentioned him. But if you'd have told me that Barsha was going to podium a moto on Saturday, Dude. I would have said, how hard did it rain? Oh, he, he was good, Weege. It was a really good yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was impressive. I, I, I also wish we had seen more of him. Even the mo second moto, you know, we saw, like, either a fall or a mistake. And then next thing you know, he got seventh. But yep. I don't know if it, like, got web like he go late. He got web late, you know. Yeah, but I don't know if it was like 30th to 7th or 15th to 7th or what it was, but he was he was awesome. The the only unfortunate thing for Barsha, and this wouldn't make any sense if there'd be any connection to like Anaheim and this, but I guarantee there are people like, oh, you know, Barsha, round one, man, he's always good. <laughs> he's usually good at round, the last round. Yeah, right? Indiana. And it's usually where right. he excels. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't buy in, in um, any of that. I think uh, if you were going to make one comment about why he did well or didn't it would be you know some of the bike tendencies that that track seems to work well with the yamaha you know um, i guess advantages if you want to say it that way but i i really thought that barsha did a great job it, it's really hard to climb back out of a hole when things are not going well and i, I thought he showed some serious resolve there and uh what by the way we did you ask brooks what the when the last pro national was that he'd ever been to 
Uh, no, I never thought about that. What, like 99 Glenn Helen with McGrath? <laughs> God, Where right? No, no, high point. 99, 98 high point. No, uh, McGrath actually showed up, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Helen, like, no. The next no, 99 Washugal. I was on the team. That, oh, there you go. Yeah, that would have been it. Jeremy showed up. It was like a rock. It was like Jesus himself was there. It was incredible. <laughs> we didn't have the same amount of people like for Lammy and Timmy. It was weird. It was odd than, that we you had a Washugal. crew or fans? Fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ma- Marvin Muskan, fourth overall, first race in, I think he said 351 days or something, or 51 weeks, or like whatever it was. It was basically a year. Uh, yeah. Good job for Marv. Four or five on the day. Conditions were good for him. And uh, yeah, I think he got a little bit tired in that second moto. That's totally understandable. Uh, a fourth overall for Marv. And we're just like, oh, yeah, Marv. Marv's back. So good job for that. Um, Baggett. A good second moto for Baggett coming up. He he kind of had Barsha's moto in the second moto each. Baggett did. And again, ne- we never saw him, so thanks. But yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, okay. Some of the, we were talking about the camera work at the beginning, but some of it is, unfortunately, when you have, when you have Tomac and Osborne close up front, that's it. Sorry, everybody else. Um, we have plenty of motos where somebody checks out and then we're showing the battle for 14th. But uh, it was too close up front to take the cameras off of those guys. It's like the moment you decide, let's go check in on Baggett or Barsha coming through traffic, that's when Osborne tips over. And everybody's like, who's this stupid director that didn't keep the camera on the leader? Mm-hmm. So that's just circumstances. Uh, look, I took the bullet. I, I admitted some of the other flaws that we had straight out. Nah, they're still all your fault. Okay. Um, right. um, yeah, Baggett was good. It just basically throw out of these guys in a – if you ran that race um, 12 times, would you get 12 different top 10 results? Between that entire pack? Yes, probably. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're going to get. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's the best part. Um, yep. Sexton qualifies fastest, JT. He's on it in the opening lap of from Moto 1. Like, on it. Like, I, like I've got this. Uh, goes down. Uh, second Moto gets a third. Good job for the rookie, Sexton. That, that's got to be impressive. Uh, I don't know about the qualifying first, because, like, whatever. Um you know, it's it's a muddy, sloppy track. Like he gets a clean lap, but you know, it's still impressive. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not willing to write off that. But his riding in the motos was probably better than I thought. Yeah, it was really good. I think he was trying way too hard in the first moto. I think he just kind of got caught up in the moment a little bit, and he saw the the leaders coming to him, and he's like, I'm gonna go win. Like I'm gonna win my first ever moto going away. And I think he tried way too hard, and I think he learned a valuable lesson that. You know, guys like Tomac and Osborne and and even, you know, throw Webb and Muscan and all the players in there, they're going to keep coming, right? Even if you put in some some heaters at the beginning, yeah, you're going to see them again at minute 25 and 30 and then the last lap. Like, those guys don't get tired. So I, I think he is going to learn that he's racing against veterans instead of, you know, these 250 guys. But overall, fantastic day for him, and I, I think it really sets up you know, for what we're going to see from him. His future is awfully bright, and, and it kind of makes sense now as to why HRC Honda moved him up. Weej, uh, do you think JT w- was gritting his teeth through that because of Sexton going with Alpine Stars for his uh, gear and helmet choice and everything? I didn't know there was a fly drama there. Uh, I heard well, a different gear brand. You know. They're, they're, I didn't either. I mean, Fly I was, was you a... know, Fly was one of the companies in the runnings from what I hear. Oh. So I just, oh, we were? Oh. So, I, you know, I just wonder. I, I heard I, of a different gear brand that thought that they might have had it. Um 
I also I found it very this odd. News to me. I this found it news to me. okay. Well, you're not talking to the same people that fly that I do, JT. Okay. Interesting. Um, interesting. I found it interesting that he was even so he was on the Pulp Show saying he's wearing shift gear, you know, because he was it was a, it was a deal that he was already locked into with Geico, everything else, and then I found it interesting that he was just allowed to switch gear, you know. They got out of the deal, and, and and Shift was okay with it, and Geico was okay. Like, I, I'm like, huh? What? Huh? But, yeah, that's, that's weird. Uh, let me bring something up with Sexton here. Okay. So if this – okay, maybe it's just – if he doesn't have any more good races, um, then it's a moot point. But if he continues to Well, of course he like will. This, Come on. Right. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. So it's we're not there yet, but we're going to get there when he has more good races, probably starting as soon as this weekend. Are you looking forward to – uh, the next, what would we have, five and a half months of, oh, Roxon, oh, Honda, oh, Sexton, oh, the drama, oh, they're spending, Kenny's their guy, but the new guy, and are you looking forward to that? And I'm not saying that's the real drama, but everyone conjecturing about this. We're there. We're there. Already? Oh, One yeah. race. Oh, yeah. I think it was One already race. building. I think it was already building in preseason testing because I was hearing the whispers I was hearing the that Sexton's really fast and how is this going to play out and we've seen this before. It's not like this this whole dynamic of like jealousy and all the people around the rider all you know pushing back and you're you know we're we're the alpha now you're not the alpha we're the team leader our guy's better than your guy. Sexton riding really well in these outdoor races when Kenny you know has decided to forego this season. The, the drum is going to ramp up, and I am here for it. <laughs> JT, you love this stuff, dude. I do. You love this. Absolutely, yes. If love there was a tabloid put yeah. out by Moto, I would be at the at the uh, grocery store, popping down my two ninety nine for it. All right. Well, fine. Okay. So this is what I this is what I love to always point out. Everyone always remembers when stuff gets crazy, but they forget when it doesn't. You know what I was hearing in September, October, November, December? Oh, what's Cowie going to do? AC Tomac. Oh, they're going to be at each other's throats. Oh, AC, Cowie loves him. He's been there the whole time. What are they going to do? Oh, well, how'd that work out? Was there any drama? Did they battle toe-to-toe for the championship? Not only that, AC stuffed Eli a couple times. Oh, God, what's Cowie going to do? I'm not saying what I'm going to do. I just think there's going to be some drama, and I love it. I really want it. I will fuel it however I can. I think that's what we get here. People want it so bad that they make things or, or they assume things are going to happen. Even They're, I heard the exact same things about Tomac and AC. It never happened. It does happen at times, though. It does, but it also does not. Sure. But we don't remember when it a, doesn't it's happen. A certainty. I'm not saying it's going to. It's absolutely going to happen. But if you are looking for ways for it to happen, which I am, I actively am looking for those ways. Sexton coming yes. out and qualifying first and then getting on the podium in his second ever moto. That's the path we're going down. That's the way for this to happen. Well, that's why I set this all up, because I know that people love this, and I know that they're going to make it a headline and a topic, and you're going to see so much discussion. If Sexton goes out and does anything good again this weekend, fast qualifier, moto, podium, whatever, half the comments are going to be about the race, and the other half are going to be about, oh, Roxon, oh, Sexton, what's Honda going to do? Fans I don't think I can stuff. do anything. I just want to. That's the whole. They're not going to do anything. They're just going to go racing. But we get to sit around and, and speculate on all the hard feelings yes. inside the truck and where is Honda leaning and who's getting the good parts and who's not. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we're going to hear someone's going to say, hey, dude, Stanton and JMB. And I'm going to say, hey, dude, that's cool. You had to go back 28 years to find another example of this happening. Well, I mean, we, had, years. we, had, we had Chad no, and, and Timmy going RV. at it. Chad and RV. Chad and RV was never a problem. 
Absolutely it was. Are you crazy? No, they didn't it, even freaking race yeah, the same race. That wasn't a problem, JT. I'm telling you, there was drama. Oh, God. They were like you literally know, never in the same race. They raced like three times together. You guys weren't around for all the preseason testing drama. I was. Oh, geez. You, you're just getting it from one end. Listen, you, you said the guy was never racing again in 2010, so what, how can we trust <laughs> no, that's you? Not, that's not relevant in this conversation, Your sure Honor. Sure it is. It was the same year on the same team. But that's not relevant to this topic, Your Honor. It is not relevant. I'm just, I'm just discrediting your your ability to even comment on this. Uh, Sexton, eighth overall, so good job for that. Super fast. Yeah, it looks good. Definitely be on the podium. I mean, can he win? Are we? I, I kind of said he wouldn't win. I think I think I said that. I, about, thought, I thought I said he would be about, on a podium, maybe, but I don't think he's going to win. But eh, what maybe. about Chad and Barsha when they locked Chad out of the suspension room when he was at Honda? All right, okay, moving on. Um, We're back. Savachi, ninth am overall. A, am I seeing a uh, <laughs> a control group and a variable here? What's the? <laughs> I'm seeing one name popping right. up quite a oh, bit. Oh wait, <laughs> Ch- Chad and Timmy. Oh yeah, there's that too in 03. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that was a Chad and DB. Oh. Um, Savachi, ninth overall. I think if you're Suzuki and you're JGR, you take that uh, with the good Jeremy start, Hardy, of course. Cooper Webb. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, moving on. Uh, Purcell, Purcell and his team. Pro Circuit. Purcell and everybody. French Quarter. Purcell, I don't remember Purcell having problems with the other riders. Purcell and the media. Purcell was just weird in general. I don't remember him having issues with the riders. Yeah, true. You're right. You're right. I, was just, I remember him giving Dean Wilson a thumbs up mid-moto in Colorado. Like, hey, kid, you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good battle. Um, I was just thinking about the French Quarter setting up himself in the French Quarter. But you, that, you have to take out. We have to take out riders who are just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Purcell was a good interview. Um, yes. Savachi ninth. You'll take that, right, everybody? Dino tenth. Uh, probably not the race Dean wanted, but um, you know. I never even saw him. I really didn't. I don't think I saw him one time. Eh, starts Saturday. went great, right? Um, no, yeah. I just, Anstey? I Where are we at on Anstey, Weege? Yeah, I was waiting for those fireworks, like when he especially had a decent start in the first moto. I mean, I, I mean, you could look on paper and – what did he get, 11th? Was it 11th overall? Yeah, 11th overall. Yeah, I mean, you could look and say, hey, that was solid. But I really just was counting all year on whenever the outdoors opens, whatever track it is, whatever month it is, that just the sheer pumped-upness, he would come out. And, and have some serious fireworks. So 11th is okay, but I thought there'd be a moment of, oh, my God, look at this. So because I didn't get that, I was a little disappointed. AC, uh, 12th overall. We all saw first moto was good, solid, steady, like, you know, whatever. Second moto in the lead. And, I, you know, did you guys see his Instagram of that? His, the crash? Oh, yeah. From, from, yeah, it was really – it was a good one. It was a good one. Um, yeah. Shooter's going to shoot, though. So, uh, uh, this is the stuff that happens to him. You know, bike was bike was jacked up and everything else. So, um, but that that's kind of JT. That's where we're at with Adam. I think what we saw is where we're at. Well, this is is you know that was his first ever 450 outdoor race, and we know what Adam wants to do, right? If he gets out front, he's going for it. There is going to be no. Well, I'm going to let the race come to me. And I don't want to get in too much of a hurry here, so let's let's just see how things unfold. That's not what Adam does. <laughs> exactly like you said, shooters are going to shoot. So I think that's how Adam's made his name, right? And if you keep doing that, if you keep going for it, and I don't think he was riding over his head. He just made a big mistake. So I think just – did somebody just say ow? Um, I think in his 250 career, he worked up to it. 
And last summer, he finally figured it out. And I think that's what's going to happen in the 450. He's going to have crashes. He's going to have good days. He's going to have bad days. And then all of a sudden, he's going to figure it out. Now, whether that's in 2020 or whether that's in 2023, I don't know. But I think if he keeps getting the starts and he stays healthy, it's eventually going to happen for him. Yep, I agree. I agree. Uh, it'll all come together. Tickle, 13th, 15-13. Uh, That's kind of what I expect from, from Tickle. I thought oh, our buddy, I thought be better. I thought I thought our buddy be better. Paul Parabinos is too high on him. He's too too much tight with Brock. Brock hasn't raced an outdoor since 2017, right? So, yeah. I just um, thought he would be like 8, 9, 10. Yeah. Craig, hey, Weege, uh, it's yeah. been a while since we saw Christian Craig get a real result. I just want to put that out there. I know we like Jagger and we like Christian and we like Paige. It's been a while. I'm like I said, he's. I've never seen a guy so, look so in control, crash so much. And I did bring up to him. I saw him. Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to talk to the riders or not. So I may or may not have talked to some riders um, Saturday morning. Okay. I think it's okay. Um, and he, I was like, dude, you're gonna get this done. Like I remember, I talked to him right before Glen Helen in 2018. Before the whole shot. Like, I yeah. got. Yeah. I got the factory bike. It's coming together. It's on. And then he gets the whole shot. And then what does he do? He crashes. And I, he's like, I don't even want to hear about it. I don't, don't even mention 2017, 2018. Um, but, yeah, more 14, 14. But I don't know if there what, were crashes or not. But, but I don't think there was crashes in there. I think he I just got so. 14, 14. I'd almost take that. Well, I think his Instagram, <laughs> he said he crashed several times. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh, God. Yeah, I believe so. Somebody double-checked that, but I'm pretty he sure never, that's what he, he said. He was never up front, though, to crash like that, you know, crash his way back. So maybe he tipped over or whatever, but um, I actually just got the uh, Honda press release. So you guys talk, and I will find out. The oh, I, uh, update from Larry Brooks. Uh, I went to Glen Helen 2014 or 15 with Blue Buffalo, but that was a shit show. I'm not claiming that race because I quit the team the same day because they were kicked out of MX Sports for fighting with security. So my last real outdoor race was Andrew Short Honda team in 2012. I don't remember Shorty doing outdoors. I don't even remember that either. Me neither. Wait, I do. That was the famous J-Bone didn't know how to direct message on Twitter, so he actually just tweeted, Shorty. Anybody have Andrew Short's phone number? (laughs) (laughs) We're interested in talking to you for outdoors on Twitter. Was that? Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, So, Benny Boss, 10th. Privateer Benny Boss, 10th in the first moto. Bike problems, the second moto. I blame Jericho. Luke Resland. Total privateer, just like Benny, 21 in the first moto, crashes and, and a bad start, 12 in the second moto. So one total privateer gets 10th and beats some factory riders. One privateer gets 12th and beats some factory riders. Both guys pretty impressive, Weech. Yeah, I mean, the Benny thing, hashtag fantasy problems, right? Like, I had a feeling he'd be good, and I think he would have been good. I didn't know if it was bike problems or what, but either way, bummer yeah, on the fantasy blame, side. Blame Those blame are Jericho. the things you got to... You got to talk about these things on the show. Weech. This is great insight that you could bring to the show. The bum on the fantasy team thing. Yes. All right. Look, uh, second 450 moto was an NBC show. Uh, we're not on NBC this weekend. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go a little more rogue. There we, you go. Oh, I'm not sure that's really even, what they want even, people to be talking about. You can go the Al Michaels route and say our friends in the desert because it's still relevant. Don't. don't no. 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 You got to drop Pulp MX fantasy. You just can't say fantasy. You, you know. You got to drop the name of uh, also. So, yeah, you can't just say, oh, my fantasy team, GL. you got to say, my Pulp MX fantasy team. Thank you. Pulp MX fantasy is the word of the day. Oh, no, don't do this. <laughs> the word, <laughs> By the way, wor- great work with Ridgeline. Fantastic work with Ridgeline in the word of the day. So, uh, we need, we need one to Ridgeline is fantastic. I we- can't say enough good about this vehicle, by the way. Oh, thank you. It thank is fantastic. Mid-sized truck of the year. Um, 
Christian Craig, he uh, Moto Two. Uh, me and another rider got together. We both went down while I was getting up. I got hit by another rider. So that's two crashes. But I, we could say that's early race, just stuff, not crashing. Um, JT, do you feel like my Pulpamex fantasy uh, on on Reslin was maybe a little more justified? He did really well. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be good. Get credit or he gets credit or. Well, no, he gets credit, gets credit, but then but then I get yeah. credit too. Yeah, yeah, he rode really well. That's a really impressive ride in the second month. Good for him. Uh, Jeremy Smith. Coming through for Pulp Max Fantasy people, speaking of that. Good job for him. Cody Shock, good job. Um, Bogle, JT, not good. Didn't start second moto. Do you know why? I don't, and I was too scared to ask. I, I <laughs> don't even want – I don't want to know. I don't want to go down that road. Um, it was like the worst fear of that happening, not being able to go out in second moto. I, I, I'm going to guess it was something with the heat or something, but I don't know. I, to if to it, not start the moto doesn't sound good. It's not good at all, no. Seven Deuce Deuce is at the Nationals, Weege, and he had he to got go that through. last spot. He got the last, last spot, spot in, yeah. Yeah, the difference is, right, the last spot is the 40th best guy, yep. not the 22nd like it is to get the last spot in Supercross. So I was not encouraged when I saw those. When I was watching the Constellation, and I'm like, he got in at the last spot to just get in the motos. Um, Corey Karsten? He's not, he's not an outdoor expert, though. He's like, not. He's not For this sure. isn't his specialty. For sure. The Suzuki press release even said Supercross specialist. <laughs> <laughs> like Jeremy. Same as Jeremy. Same thing. Right. Um, oh, McGrath and ending nap, yeah. Uh, yes. Weege, Corey Karsten? Uh, had a good chat. Had a good oh, chat. Oh, shocker. But, uh, shocker. Yes. Yeah, it was good. And then I saw him rolling out in the Ford O'Connor line uh, about 6 o'clock, heading on back. Um, yeah, it was great. It was From the, the Bob's yeah. RV Suzuki? No, I mean, yeah, I didn't even have – guy runs an RV company but only had a van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah only had a van. Um, and uh, he's very upset that KTM is apparently selling more motorcycles than ever, but they are no longer paying contingency in the Northeast area. A lot of riders upset. If you want to know the latest comings and goings <laughs> of contingency, he doesn't need to ride to, a KTM, but he's, he, he gets a newspaper that contingency times. They just need to reach out to uh, Jensen Beeler and get the update. He's got all the insight. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, was on the screen one time. His bike was just puking out antifreeze. So that pretty much <laughs> captured his day. Um, by the way, too, uh, Henry Miller did well, top 20, but uh, he's got to move when getting lapped. That was tough. That's a tough watch in that second moto. Was that the Anderson? Was that the, what it was? Yeah. Or is that Yeah, no, that, oh, that yeah, was that Anderson. Was terrible. Yeah, it, come on. I, I know these guys aren't doing it on purpose. JT, you were one many times. Uh, you're not doing it on purpose. You're trying. You, you know, you're you're racing. It's it's not easy. But Henry, well, he's he's trying out for an HRC spot, so he's, he, he's got to make the most of he's, that opportunity. Three or four corners, like you know, you got to move. So, yeah, um, if, if you know that they're back there, you you got to make an effort to at least not be in the race line. I think that's all you can really do. From my experience, is you know what the best line is usually. Like most people know what the best line is. Just choose a different one. All right. Anything else for 450s? We just want to make it clear that this Henry Miller thing was just – that's going for kidding. fans. Yeah, right? I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. He's not Someone's trying to say that was right? inside info that Hans is really looking at him. But the fans yeah. out there think that he should be in line for one as a yes. you know top privateer, which I, I don't agree with, so I'm, I'm making light of that. Right. Yeah, there's Does, no one in uh, Hiroshima or wherever Honda is located. Like, keep an eye on this kid. Is yeah. – uh, if Bogle – is unable to go, and let's hope he, he is. Uh, 
does Benny get the call? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. You can't. You can't do it. You cannot do that if you're Forrest Butler. You cannot call Benny. You can't. Oh, oh, you can't. But I don't. I don't know that. I mean, with you know, he's got a legitimate sponsor. Now. I know. You know yeah. It's he's got a full effort. I I don't know that whether they would do it or not. I, I can't answer that. Our buddy Coy. But yes, if you're Forrest, you can do it. Our you buddy Coy's uh, benching and sub rider program finally coming together just with another team. So yeah, Benny is the fill of this team. Right. Right. Uh, good do, good job for Jake Masterpool too. By the way, uh, coming back yeah. a little bit. So DNF, Segamoto. Well, whatever. He was up there, 16th. Um, all right. Uh, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing, flyracing.com, for coming on board this podcast. Renthal.com, uh, great guys. And, of course, uh, Renthal used by Eli Tomac out there, Supercross champion. Renthal.com, Max's Tires, UTV Tires, Mountain Bike Tires, Light Truck Tires, Max's.com. Uh, please check them out. Thanks to the folks at Racetech. Uh, Pulp 21, is, Pulp 20 is code to save with Racetech, Racetech.com. Helping out privateers like, I believe they help out Jeremy Smith. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I think so. Uh, Racetech.com, get your motor work done, get your suspension work done with those guys. Um, also, too, Weege, we got, a, we got a promo for Racer X coming. Yeah, we have the Nationals box, so we know that not as many people are going to go to the Nationals this year as usual. Uh, we only have nine races. There's limited spectators. I've never seen this before. I was walking down to the track. Saturday morning, and there was a big neon sign that said sold out. It's never been said in the history of professional motocross. Do not come here. We're sold out. So if you can't get to the races, you can get all the stuff you could get at the races. If you go to racerxonline.com slash only that. Do not use any other links. And then for 50 bucks, we'll give you the regular magazine subscription and a T-shirt and a sticker and a program and a poster that you normally would only get at the races. So we're calling it the Nationals Box. Sold out, everybody. No tickets available for Loretta's last weekend. And I don't know, might happen again this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, Problem with Loretta's, by the way, the crowd looked huge, didn't it? I didn't see any crowd anywhere. I didn't see any. I saw nothing. I saw nothing. Yeah, I saw nothing. That's good. We saw mud. The problem is the track, uh, not only is it a track for amateurs, but it doesn't really have, it's not designed to have like big spectator areas. That's not the point. Right. So even a small amount of people, it's like, where do they go? Like, where do the spectators go? Uh, there used to be some grandstands. They took those out for social distancing. So it's just people, a few people crammed into, like, two spots. It's not like you go to Redbud, right? And it's like you could probably fit 100,000 people there uh, in just a giant grass field. There is no giant grass field around the track here. What's the viewing going to be like for me this weekend, for media? Real important VIP media people. Where's it, what's it going to be? You know, that is an interesting question with the, uh, you know, there is an announcer's box, but I don't know. This is 2020. I don't know what the rules are on that now. That's a really interesting question. Yeah, that's <laughs> are you allowed in there? I, I don't know, but that's something like I've always talked. I've talked to Davey about it one time, and we're, we're running late here, so I don't need to get into this too much, but I've talked to Davey one time about it. Like, there is nowhere at most of these tracks for non-photo shooting media to go watch from like you get kicked out almost anywhere you kind of go you know like you don't have the, uh, luckily i get to go to the announcer's tower because of who i am and i help out with announcing every now and then and all that but if i was just a media guy trying to watch the races you know make notes and, and watch the races like they don't really have a spot for you and they, i feel like they should that's all well, there aren't any other non-photo shooting media guys there except you pretty much <laughs> there's not Maybe too many no there are not too many sometimes right right there are not too right. many for sure um, um so I-, I wish there were more i wish there were more you know what actually i'm gonna bring that up 
So what they've done at uh, Loretta's for the amateur races, they've built some boxes, uh, some towers in the infield. Like a, they have a team manager's tower and a coach's tower. Um, mm-hmm. But I think they were gone. I don't think they're still Well, there. I want a tower. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I want a moat. Made of ivory. I want a moat around it as well. <laughs> and I want a tower and all of that. Okay. 250 costs. Let's do it. Uh, Fly Racing, Racer X podcast. Uh, also, um, are we doing Onyx Maps, Weech? Yeah, Onyx Maps is back. Yeah, they're we, back. We didn't yeah. have them for a few weeks. They're now back. Um, get the app or go to onxmaps.com and look at it on your computer. And then you can find places to ride your dirt bike or mountain bikes. I don't know if anyone's into that. Uh, I'm not sure if they have road bike trails for JT, who's going full full lance on us oh, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Oh, but my ride was garbage. Yeah, that, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you had an engine. <laughs> JT, Literally, you just 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 nothing, just nothing from anybody. Well, I did double the miles you did, and I had no engine. <laughs> okay, I was on the I was on a mountain bike. <laughs> I was on a mountain. <laughs> you saw my you saw the uh never mind forget it we're moving on you guys are assholes <laughs> complete assholes about that ride because that ride was not easy so it was i gave i said 26 miles on a mountain bike is a lot i literally that, said okay that. you you kind of gave me a backhanded compliment i didn't backhand you <laughs> yes you did but no one said anything zacco nothing Weege nothing just carry on yep okay all right let's go um 250 class hey if anybody's wondering if the star yamahas are still fast if anybody had any questions, they're uh, not bad. what's that? They're not bad. They're not bad. And when Colt Nichols comes back, guess what? He will be right there with all of those guys. And Masterpool will be right there with all of those guys. Uh, so, um, yeah, if anybody had any questions about that, it's got to be frustrating for these guys like Hampshire or J-Mart or whatever. Like, these guys are they're, – they're great riders. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Shane, Shane got fourth. Dylan won. You know, they're great riders, but uh, uh, Cooper, we'll get to him. But, yeah, just put you in such a good spot, JT, to begin a 30-minute race. Incredible. Just that's what they, that's what those bikes are doing. Yeah, and especially when you have guys that are really good at starting already, like a McElrath, it just makes your job so much easier. You know, and Ferrandis, I think, will be hit and miss. You know, we saw one out of two that were good starts. But, yeah, it, it really takes one of the biggest factors – of racing out of it if you're if you're a decent starter i mean if you can guarantee you're going to start top five every time imagine how much easier your life would be yeah so, yeah i think we'll see McElrath at the front all season you know if he's not going to be ferrandis i don't think regardless of the start but it really improves his chances of having a solid summer that's for sure weege ferrandis just gone gone yeah a couple things that are scary here i mean we know all the strengths he already has coming in the weakness is the starts uh, wait, my little guy has a question. You want to ask me something about the Martin brothers? No, you're already good with that. I got my kid. My oh. homeschooling has begun, and homeschooling is watching this race on NBC Sports Gold, and he's trying to figure out which Martin brother is which. Well, the, um, the fast one is Alex. Yet. The fast one is Alex. The fast one is Alex. Yes. Okay, got it. He's probably wondering why you didn't men- mention Pulpamex Fantasy on the broadcast. <laughs> That's right. Um, the gra- I'll, I'll point on the screen and be like, just read it, and I'm like, oh wait, no, you're five. You can't. Uh, what was the question? Where are we at? Ferrandis. How Ferrandis. Good, yeah. Yes, there's two things that you figure you might be able to pick them apart on. Uh, the starts are usually not good. Well, at least so far, that wasn't a problem. I even think that second moto, the start, was uh, not as good as the first moto, but it wouldn't have been as bad as it looked. Someone, I think Amart, slid out in front of him, and he had to get on the brakes, and then a bunch of guys got by. Like, he still might have been oh, fifth or yeah. sixth. 
you give him fifth or sixth, that's pretty much a whole shot for him. Dude, he was really good. Like, Yeah, and the other thing is, remember last year, I think he started the season slow because, again, that Supercross hangover yeah. type deal. No, he admitted well, now it. That's two, yeah. Yeah, yeah, now he's good. So, like, the two things that might have worked against him in the past, they could be gone. But now what are you going to do? I don't know if he's going to win by this much every weekend. I, I don't think so. But, JT, this doesn't – he was the favorite going in for all the reasons we've covered. And, uh, yeah, he, he had this race in hand. So This was a really bad sign yes. for everybody else. Yes, yes. Really bad. It's a track he's never been to. He's never ridden it. I don't even know if he's seen it on TV before. Maybe he tuned into that great uh, racer TV coverage we saw. But for him to come out and be the fastest qualifier on his second time on the track – I literally said to myself, I was by myself, and I literally said out loud, uh-oh, because that, these guys are screwed. And we saw how, I don't want to say far off, we definitely saw a struggle from Justin Cooper. He is not where he was a year ago, and he was one of the biggest contenders we were going to see. So it's really down to J-Mark. You know, Hampshire was great, but I think we kind of, in my mind, I thought that Justin Cooper and, and J-Mark were going to be the real contenders and Ferrandez looked like he had those guys covered. So I don't know where we want to go with that perfect season. No, you know, stop it. Stop I, I'm it. not there either. I think it was a language barrier type thing. But if he won, you know, seven out of nine races, you would see you wouldn't see me bad an eye. Um, do you think? Yeah, he didn't mean Mathis. What do you think? I don't think he meant no, perfect season at the eighteen. No, no, right? no, no, no. I think it was more like just yeah. Uh, I got the Suzuki PR, and there is a shot of just Freddie, Anstey, and Savachi in the first turn. Just If you just looked at this photo, you'd be like, oh, man, incredible photo. It's the bike of the year. Um, do you think, Weege, do you think Martin was looking for Fernandez? Couldn't quite figure out what was going on with this other guy? Yeah, yeah. Everything he had done was study this What's Fernandez the, guy. Right. And then this Ferrandis guy comes out of nowhere. And he's like, I, right. I don't know where Fernandez is, but I beat that guy. I beat him. No problem. Yeah. yeah. God, Star Yamaha, another guy. Jeez. Uh, uh, no, Jamar was good, though. Good charge in the in the second moto, uh, or in the first moto, I should say. Good charge from him to come up and to get, get second. Um, but he, if he's going to give these guys that, that room, if he's going to give Dylan that room, then, you know, it, it's it's going to be a lot of a long summer for him. So, But third overall... For J Mart's first national since what year? 17? Or 18? 18? 18. 18. 18. Since Muddy Creek 18. So. Um, yeah, but he told me it was two years. Since, remember, that's longer than it seems because that was when the season started in May yeah. back in 2018. Yeah. So he said this is, I think he was released like out of the hospital two years ago this time. You know, injury was right. even a month or two before this. Yep. Yeah. Uh, RJ Hampshire, JT. That kind of came out of nowhere. That might have been the surprise of the day. Wait, what? Really impressive. You can. We, oh, where'd this come from, Steve? RJ Hampshire going 3 2? Whatever. Someone was all about the podium potential of RJ <laughs> Hampshire earlier in the year. What happened? Oh, that, was, that was indoors with half the class. Oh, that's all it was? Yes. The people in the desert really wanted him to get podiums <laughs> and thought he would get podiums. <laughs> now he's getting a podium and it's a shocker. I think it's a shocker coming off the ACL. I, you know, RJ's won a national before, so it's not that big of a deal. But, uh, I mean, yeah, somebody should invest in him. Someone should really invest in him for outdoors. That's all I got to say. FML. I'm sorry, I cut you off, JT. You can you can respond now. No, I thought it was great. Uh, you know, if, if he had not had knee surgery, I would say, yeah, really good day. Awesome. 
But I think the knee surgery is really the story. Dude, yeah, there were people. Is... Yeah, there were. Sorry, people were saying, "What are you doing racing? Why are you you racing? What? Maybe you shouldn't race." Like, like a lot of people. Well, he shut those people up. Well, yeah. So nice yeah, work. Yeah, really, really strong. Absolutely. Second overall for RJ. Third overall for J Mart. Shane McElrath, Fourth overall. Uh, four four on the day. Didn't quite have the what the leaders had, but had everybody else covered. Uh, unfortunate for Troll Train. I won twenty bucks on Troll Train though, Weege. From uh, from a Dan Truman, oh, I got another person who doesn't believe in Troll Train ever, but uh, we're off to a good start. We had we had crashes, and I don't like how we let we let, we let the brother buy. I don't like that at all. Yeah, but. it was still a good run. It is unfortunate for Troll Train that I feel like any time he does good, it surprises people. Not me. Which is your point? Not Which me. Is your point. I know. Yeah. I know. That's your point. Like this is. Probably the forty eighth good race he's had, where people are like, "Man, Troll Train is really good." He's thirty eight years old. <laughs> yeah, he's been racing his class for so long. He's good. Yes, he's got yes. it dialed. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, he's he's pretty much where he always is, just in the hunt. Yep, in the hunt, yep. and that's where we'll be all year. And then we're going to make a push at the end to get this title. Okay. Uh, the Jet six seven with some mistakes. Yeah, seems about right, JT. Six seven with some mistakes. I thought it was pretty good. I think yeah. he'll be better than that. I I really believe he's going to be up in that top five sooner than later. Like this weekend, I, I think you'll see at least one moto inside the top five. I haven't. It, it may not be second, right, but it'll right. be fourth or fifth. Yep. I haven't seen the guy go PR yet. Weege, do you know what's going on with that from anybody? Uh, it might take a while. Oh, okay. Until tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I heard they. Uh, I heard the guy was busy yesterday. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, uh, the, the, I don't know. He must do other jobs also. And he kind of forgot how many things happen, uh, on a race weekend since we haven't had a uh, right. national in, right, right. In, uh, over a year. But the, yep. did you confirm with PR guy that Hunter's bike broke in the first moto? Right. After a crash. It's not gotten a response from Hunter yet. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I've heard. Uh, I would imagine Hunter's not pumped. Right. Uh, but eventually we're going to need to hear from him. Um, yep. McAdoo, Ramit, 9-6. Good job for them, I think. Uh, I think Mitchell Harrison, look, Mitchell Harrison would have gone, as we said in the beginning. Um, where's Mitchell Harrison here? 9-23. 23-9. He probably had a 7-9 day. We well, got to remember his gate pick, too. He would have had a better gate pick. So, Mitchell Harrison was a big surprise, and good for him. He rode well. He did. Weege? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because, you know, okay, that was very unfortunate. For those people out in the desert, that first moto. But you never know. You, you never know if he's going to replicate it. You're like, ah, maybe he just got to start. Yeah. So to come back and do almost the exact same thing again in moto two, be top ten. Yeah, I'm like, okay, maybe this is real. Yep. That was that was strong. Uh, Justin Cooper, Weege, what do you? Yeah, obviously behind the eight ball, right, with that injury. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the heck happened in Utah. We don't remember. We saw what was that uh, in Utah. Was it during one of the East races in Utah that we saw this hellacious practice track crash yes. right, from him? And then he did ride not normally uh, at his normal level when the racing started. Now, he never said that was why. Well, then I heard coming in outdoors here, he had a boxer's fracture, which, again, really wasn't put out there hardcore. And he said in an interview by Eric Johnson on our website that he was fine. But I'm, I'm wondering, there's no way he's been fine. There's no way. Like, you don't just lose it to yeah. this degree. Yeah. There's no way. Uh, he's basically been on the podium almost every pro race he's ever been in, and then all of a sudden in Utah sucks, 
And this was just maybe the – I mean, really, is this one of the worst outdoor rides that he's ever had? Especially, would, going, especially going backwards, right? Like not even – Yeah, that's there. what I mean. Maybe not the result, but going backwards to the, like out of the top ten. Who would have done better, Cooper or Chow and Tennant? <laughs> no, it's Heart Raft. Heart Raft is the one you want to talk Stop. about. Stop. He did not screw Heart Raft. But, yeah, that's a real issue because I think you, – you, I mean – JT, is there any chance that Cooper just writes the ship and just goes like 2-1 for the overall this weekend? Like, to me, this is like, there must be a problem. Um, I don't think he goes 2-1. I think he'll get better. To me, he looked like he was coming off an injury. That, that's what it looked like to me. Right. So he will improve. Is it going to be a life-shattering improvement in six days? Probably not. But well, my fear is, level will get him back to back. But here's my fear, front. JT. Okay. It's a short series. There's not a lot of recovery time. There's three less rounds. I'm already starting to think, great, we just lost a title contender. Like, I don't think, unless he starts winning races immediately, if it takes four races to get back to his normal speed, title's gone. Well, I got so, news for you. From what I saw from Ferrandis, there's only one title contender left. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Jeremy Martin just put in eight more miles on the road bike. Overreaction Monday starring Jason Thomas. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. But I, I think, uh, yes, to your point, I don't. I don't think Justin Cooper, from what I saw, is going to be in this title fight. I just think he's – whatever he's suffering from, he wasn't able to ride, he wasn't able to train, whatever. Yeah, in a short series, nine rounds with not much of a break in there at all. And the, the Dylan Ferrandis I saw on Saturday, uh, that's going to be a really tall mountain to climb, much like the, the mountain I climbed yesterday. So, Weed, you were there at the ranch for that, for that dumb, dumb amateur race. but uh, So we had Mason Gonzalez, we had Styles Robertson. We had the Dylan Schwartz and we had Hardy Munoz. Well, no, and Hardy Munoz was not at that amateur race, but um, and Varese. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Varese. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know who that is. He's in the same same races that you just mentioned all weekend. Same okay, races so Saturday. so he beat RV in the one twenty five last year at. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Paula. at Paula. Yeah. Uh, so Speedy Speedy Gonzalez ninth overall in the Rock River. Yamaha, that's a surprise, huh, Weech? Like, that that there was a surprise. Yeah, we were all wondering if that one week of track uh, experience was going to pay off for any of those guys, and he's obviously the one that it paid off for. And I know it was Moto60. That's where we talked about a lot of this. At Loretta's, at least this year, he showed he's an awesome starter. But I didn't know that he was at the level where even with that, in a 250 field that has 20 factory guys, it was going to matter that much. Uh, but man, that was good. Now, so the jury will be out. Was it just a Loretta's thing, or is he legitimately this good? I don't know. But he, I was pumped for him. He moved he up in both kid. motos. Yeah, yeah. It yep. wasn't the whole shot. It yeah, wasn't yeah, the yeah. whole shot that yeah. did it for him. Um, so is, maybe this is the real deal. Is he is he Mexican? First of all, you're not allowed to ask that question. I know. Twenty twenty. I know. But but I I actually don't think he is. Can like, we call him Speedy? Is kind of where I'm going. Like, can he be uh, Speedy oh, Gonzalez? You know what? I feel like uh, you should have him on the Pulp Show. He, I think he'd be a good guest. Seems like a cool kid. Do, and uh, does Bobby Reagan just grab him now? Just take him and put him under the tr- tent. Just that's like what, physically, which we we could totally see happening. Just physically grab him and take him and throw him under his tent. Boy, come over here. Get under that tent. <laughs> how many riders? And Mathis, you and I were joking about this on a text yesterday. How many people are rumored either do the or Brayton, to the, race the, on Star? The text with Brayton. Yes, it was a Brighton. God, you were ridiculous on that. I just want people to know that he's just like that in real life, like in a, in a text with, with Brighton. He's, he's, he's the same Weege. He was looking it. good over text. He really was looking good over text. Okay, but yeah, seriously, but, but yes, how many I know. guys are either I, I, on or rumored to be on Star? Mookie, Mookie, AP, 
um, McElrath, uh, Ferrandez, McElrath, all on four fifties, and then <laughs> okay, and then and then we have Nichols, Masterpool, Cooper, Jared Fry, Fry, Romano, <laughs> Speedy, LeBlanc, LeBlanc, on the two fifty team. So <laughs> that's your star twenty twenty one lineup, everybody. Twelve riders, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like Echo. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we looked if Masterpool. We have a team list on the Racer X site. Masterpool and Fry are injured, but technically they were supposed to have, and uh, Nichols also, six. They were supposed to have six riders at this race. Yeah, no, I know. And, and, and the 450 team apparently is going there next year. I haven't heard that for sure, but that's the rumor, and it would make sense with Yamaha letting a couple people go. So McElrath needs a home for 450s. He's already there, so people are doing that math easy. Ferrandis is indeed staying on Yamaha. He's signed there, so he'll be on a Yamaha 450. AP's got another year on his deal. So the Barsha to Penrite or MCR is uh, Honda is definitely gaining steam for people who are in silly season stuff. So, um, uh, what about what about Mumford? Good three quarters of one moto. Very I was so strong. nervous in between motos about Mumford showing up for that second moto. But he see he held it together. Yeah, he held he it did. together. Yeah, he did. Yep, yep, yep. 15th, 11, 11, 11, uh, 12, 15 for Mumford. Uh, not as good as Speedy, but not bad. Hartraft, 10th overall. Solid day for him, just steady. Uh, Nick Gaines. Dan Truman's Pretty guy, good. Nick Gaines. Good job. When you look it was at. It's good to save all his, uh, his energy <laughs> when he got that bike buried. Yeah. I think Pierce Brown's got to be a little bit let down, huh, Weege? Yeah, I mean, they've got um, – you're just waiting for one of these TLD KTM riders to hit. you know. So now it's him and Drake. They've had other guys in the past. None of them have really hit. I really feel that Pierce Brown is the one. Like, I, he has so much speed. But I'm just waiting for it to hit. When's it going to hit? I, I, I agree with you. I thought this could be the weekend, but it didn't, didn't happen. Shmoda, first moto crash or bike break or whatever. So – Tough go for him and Hunter Lawrence, as we said. Sanai. We really need a Geico PR. We really do. Yeah, we do. Uh, Sanai dislocated a shoulder or put out a shoulder uh, in a crash, so we'll see what happens with oh. him. Oh. Uh, Dylan Schwartz, though, was good. I, I picked him in Pulp Mix Fantasy, and uh, he was uh, dead last early on in Moto 1. Worked all the way back up to a, a 17th. Good job for that. And second Moto, he was, uh, wait, 19th. Second Moto, he was 18th. So good job for Dylan Schwartz on the Larry Brooks Bar X Suzuki. So. Did you talk to Jimmy Button after that at all? About a try? No. No, why? Oh, I, that's his agent. I didn't know if you had mm. talked to Jimmy at all about it. Oh, wow. I'm sure. No, I, I'm okay. not. Um, right. Styles Robertson. I, by the way, oh. fantasy yeah. dorks, uh, Schwartz is going to ride three races, but that's a more West Coast team. So they're going to ride the last two. So Schwartz is not riding this weekend at Loretta's. Oh, good to know. Uh, Styles. you dorks will put him on the roster anyway, won't you? No, there's a button. There's a now a button there. Mark's put a button in there to uh, just put riders that are on the entry list. You can sort Only by riders that. that are in qualifying results. Yes. Ah. Uh, How'd you do though, Age? Do you remember? Uh, I think it's pretty good. It was oh, like 322nd, okay. but that's good, right? Oh, that's good. Good yeah, job. That's really good. You yeah, might yeah, you yeah. might have won some money from, in industry idiots. Really? Sure. It's never happened before. We need to get that. We'll need to figure that out, huh, JT? I bet you he thanks, might be. Thanks to your friends in the desert. Yep. That's right. Just imagine if Harrison's bike hadn't stalled. Oh, yep. or Bloss's bike hadn't broken. I might have been first. Uh, well, you know who did win? Who? Kyle, Kyle Chisholm. Chisholm. <laughs> 
Cheers. What? Cheers. 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 Yep. <laughs> cheers won the Adam Cincirillo race jersey. Cheers is going to cheers even at fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cheers train. Uh, Styles Robertson, rough debut for him. What's his uh, What's his ceiling, Weege? I don't know. He's from Be- He's just an amateur kid from Bakersfield. There's 18 of these kids. But wh- wh- where's he at? Yeah, and that's where my concern was, even going into Loretta's. He really did have a good week, and he was the best guy there for sure. So that raised the stock. But I am a little worried. Like To be at the level where it's like can't miss is very difficult these days. And I, I don't put him in the can't miss category. Could he end up being good? Yes. Do I say stamp it? I, I cannot go that far. Now, that'll probably piss somebody off that I said that, but we've seen – what are we getting? Nine out of ten of the guys that come out with these factory rides are like okay, right? Well, is he doing the whole thing? Because I get conflicting results. I on think that. he is now. Now he's he only supposed was... to do three. Okay, but Moseman's out, right? Uh, for a few, so right. It's quickly, quickly trending in that direction. Hey, Jerry was consistent. JT seventeen twenty for Jerry. Yeah, I mean, pretty good for him. I think uh, all of us. You know, we, we make a lot of jokes at Jerry's expense about his his uh, likelihood of DNFing. So I'm going to be nice. That's that's a pretty good day for him. Jerry was top top privateer. Like I know Gaines is a privateer, but he's on a team. Jerry's top like guy out of a van. Yeah. No, yeah, I yeah. have nothing bad to say. That's a good good job by Jerry. Um. All right. What else? Uh, Carson Brown rough day for Carson. Um. Lane Shock, Martin Costello, rough day for him as well. I think they're on the same team. Uh, Austin Root came back. Good job for Groot. Second moto, not so much. Had a bike problem, but good first moto anyways. All right. Anything else, 250-wise, boys? Do we cover it all? I, 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 want, I wanted to add okay. I wanted to add to the Styles real quick. I think you will see a moto from Styles inside the top 10 or 11 this weekend. There were several times in that uh, – second 250 moto where he was running top three lap times. He just was in 20th place. So you didn't know it, but uh, I think you're going to see a, a breakout performance from styles. This, this second round. All right. I love the name styles too. I wish I was named styles. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. With a Z. Oh, with a Z at dude, the end. It's, so that, much, it's, so much style. Badass styles. Mathis would have been awesome. Yeah, so it's good. Uh, yeah, I think he could be good. I'm not, I'm not saying he sucks. I'm not doing any of that. I just try to, Pump the brakes on all these guys. Oh, you know, oh really? It's, it's almost like an eh, eh. No? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, we've seen – you can it, – it's just like the uh, draft in another sport. You can't have five all-time Hall of Famers come out every single year. It's just simple math. It can't yeah, work that way. We've seen that. By the way, we uh, tell somebody in the truck that Jordan Bailey is no longer on Rockstar Husqvarna, like the graphic told us. He's back on a Husqvarna, though. <laughs> Okay, so just, so that's it. So yeah. okay. saving only fifty percent. He was on a Honda in Supercross, and then I saw him listed on a Husky. I'm like, oh, right. come on, AMA, get it together. But then he was actually on a Husqvarna. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, one other note. I live timing. Live timing went down a couple times too. Hashtag never change AMA. Thank you. <sighs> never change. Steve, you made a great point about the website has not changed. No, the AMA results site. <laughs> it's, it's it's unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's the same site from like 16 years ago or uh-huh. something. Yeah, same photos, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one note in the 450s I forgot. Um, KTM put in the press release that Cooper Webb had a his back hurts, and it's dating back to hurting it in Dallas. So take that for what it's worth. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, yep. 
True or false, Troll Train is set up nicely for the championship. True or false? False. I say true. Absolutely, yes. Thank you. True. Two out of yep, three. Right there. Yep. Yep. To win the championship or just for the championship overall? To win. No. Yeah, false. Okay. All right. Well, you got to be in it to, to win it, and he went 5-5. Five, five. Okay. Th- thanks, Chad. Yep. Okay. Well, we can't. We're, it's gonna be a tough time to, to to win the championship when you let your effing brother buy. Like seriously, I'm I'm texting him about this. I, I intend to. You let him buy. Oh, dude, totally, totally. Yeah, actually, you're right. He did. Looking back at it, dude. Yeah. Can we? Can I understand that Jeremy's going better on that particular day? I get that, but can we show? Can we fight a little bit or no? Let's move over. But only on that particular day, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Next week, Alex will be the faster one. Could be. Yeah, you don't know. Yep. <laughs> All we have is data to go from. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Loretta's round one. Loretta's round two coming up um, this weekend. And uh, Weed, you'll be so Weed. You drove to the amateur race and you drove to the national. No, oddly, oh. I flew to the national, and it doesn't. It's seven and a half hours, so it, it's right on the line, right? It's like yeah. You're going to Utah. Um. So for me, I had to be there for press day. That didn't happen. Uh, the only way to get there by noon would I had to have driven at four in the morning, so I flew. So I drove to the amateur race. I flew to the pro race. It all depends on when you have to get there, when you have to leave. Okay, so, I, don't, I, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. I thought you were literally going to drive again. I'm like third trip back to the ranch. This this it's like flat track all over again. Yeah, I had a couple people ask me like, "Oh man, you must be sick of being here," but it doesn't even feel like the same place at all. You know, the area where our TV stuff is set up is on the opposite side of the track. I basically don't go. I'm in a quarter mile radius at the amateur race the whole week. Podium, uh, announcer's tower, podium, announcer's tower. That's it. And the starting line. I well, never no, move beyond drinking that. beers with Kiefer at some point. Well, also that area wasn't used this weekend, like a mile from the track. So the same paths that I beat down all week at the amateur race, I didn't even go near them. So it really didn't even seem like I was in the same place. But it will this weekend because I'm sure nothing's changing now. Are you? Do you stay in these cabins? Uh, yeah, I did. It's sweet. It is sweet. Uh, internet some service sort, a little there, spotty. There's some sort of like high roller cabins over there, JT, that Weege gets to stay in. This is news to me. I've never, I've never seen or heard of these. Yeah, there's some sort of like uh, basically the Hilton or, or something. There's cabins that are like for the su- super elite people like Weege. Really? Are they where, when where? you when you come down the main road? Are they like across from the pool? First of all, where is this high roller rumor? How did this get inserted into the <laughs> their A-shaped log cabins? Are they on the main road on the right? Uh, main road on the right, uh, yeah. No, that's not where I'm staying. There are cabins over there. Those okay. ones, yes, you can see. But there's trees off to the left, and all throughout there is a really cool camp area. They got they got an ice cream shack. They got a store. VIP, um, as I said. Hill? As I said. Stagecoach Hill or no? Stagecoach Hill, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know there were cabins up there. As right. I said. Yeah. As I said, VIP, ice cream, store, you know, orgies, whatever else is going on <laughs> up there. It, it is nice, but I slept on a pull-out sofa the entire week of the amateur race, so it was not quite the Hilton. JT, will you be jumping into practice this weekend? I will not be. Okay. I will be jumping onto my couch. Okay. All right. Just checking to see if you want to just line up and, you know, get the blood flowing again. I, I, I'm shocked that you guys were shocked. <laughs> that is completely shocking. <laughs> again, as I said, imagine some guy pushing the limits to keep up with you and then breaks his femur. That's his fault. Against a guy that's not even in how his do class. You feel that, how, do you, how do you think they feel going up against Kevin Walker? He's racing. 
well, maybe I or maybe I should have been racing. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Great logic. <laughs> All right. Listen, I was in the plus 25 class. I was 24 years old. Nothing out of line there. Oh. <laughs> and not racing. Not eligible and not racing. Got it. That's, okay. That's right. neither here nor there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, if anybody wants, you know, I looked up. What year was that? Oh three. Oh three. I looked up. Uh, I think the thirty plus champ that year was Jeff Emig. Was it him? Was he the one that followed you to your event? <laughs> it was not. It was not him. <laughs> hey, you're going too fast. Yeah. <laughs> I can't keep up with you. Was that Fro? It was not Fro. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, that's been the uh, review pod. We'll be here each and every uh, Sunday, just about now, from or Monday or Sunday or Monday, depending. We just couldn't let us do it last night. I so don't, I don't uh, think Fro had any idea who was racing in true Fro fashion. Of who he's racing against, yeah, maybe yes, not. Yes, or in the race at all. Ooh, is there any way we could research? Do you think you had Fro covered? Fro did not watch or ride practice. At all? No. <laughs> maybe you were. Maybe they thought you were just him. Possibly. You basically took his spot. Well, I was on a Subway Honda, so I, I don't know if that would have <laughs> been the case. Why did you have no numbers, JT? Uh, Davey asked me to remove them. See? Because you knew it was shady, and you were trying to hide. Yeah, it's, it, it's a this complete was... debacle. And if anyone out there would like to lodge a protest for 03, I will support it. <laughs> what you. are you protesting? I didn't I race. Will, I will back it up. <laughs> I will I will back it all up. So I, I absolutely disagree with this. There will be further investigations. This is oh, not over. Yeah, this is not over. No, no not by any means. I'll answer anything you want. Not by any means. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll do this again for Loretta Lynn's from the ranch, JT and uh, Jason Wygant. Thanks, boys. Appreciate the time on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. 
until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pit and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go by.